Hello and welcome to Sales is Mental, a podcast which promotes meaningful perspectives on mental health from people in the sales profession. In the first ever Sales is Mental episode, I was joined by Dan Tyre. Dan is a HubSpot executive who is a member of the original team in May of 2007 and helped lead the recruiting, training and growth of HubSpot's sales team with Vigor. An authority on inbound marketing and sales, Dan is a regular speaker, writer, and coach to those who yearn for inbound success. His favorite topic is the importance of attitude, and he's been known to bring the house down when speaking on this topic to groups. In my conversation with Dan, we covered everything from Will Smith to shameless self-promotion and so much more. He had some great insight and tips to share with budding salespeople and sales leaders as well. I hope you enjoy episode one of Sales is Mental. Dan, thanks so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. James, very nice to make your acquaintance and happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know you'll push for time. You're an incredibly busy man. So I'm going to dive right in um, with, with my first question for you, Dan, which is why do you feel managing your, your mental health is so important, specifically in sales as someone who's, who's worked in this world for, uh, for a long time? Wow, coming right out, right with, uh, <laughs> with the big guns. That's I love it. it. No That's... messing, straight okay. in. <laughs> so uh, we just gotta peek behind the curtain just a little bit. We talked about the um, like pothole that some podcast developers uh, or mm-hmm. uh, producers have, where like they go off tangent and then forty-five minutes later they get. And we're not going to do that, right? We That's pledged. It. We're in and out. We're going to give you all the meat and none of the fluff. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. And, uh, super excited goal. to be here. And we want to talk about why sales is mental, right? Because uh, it's really foundational. And mental health is it's a component of success, right? And um, the old adage is um, has always been that uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. And uh, that's been around for 40 years. And uh, the sales profession, 95 percent mental. Right. Um, For a couple of reasons. Number one, you got to do the work Mm -hmm. and uh, you have a benefit of the more you hustle, the more connections you make, the more opportunities be created. So actually doing the work. Right. Is mental. Then uh, doing effective work. Number two, you got to lean in, not just with um, like picking up the phone, but with the right attitude. We've all been called by people who couldn't care less, right? And it comes through. And a few of us have been fortunate enough to call people that uh, have been super excited with big energy, even mm-hmm. if they're not loud, right? Smart folks that have done their research where you're like, wow, okay, this guy is on his game, right? And um, that attitude of helping not selling is the foundation for the whole inbound revolution, right? That I've dedicated my last 15 years of my life. So uh, is extremely important, right? Uh, James, you like helping people, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a great call out, that idea of helping, not selling. Um, and especially when it comes to, to the mental component of what you're doing, as you say, like it's so important to believe in what you're selling, um, I think, and to feel in some way aligned. Like obviously, I don't think anyone jumps out of bed every day thinking like, oh, this is exactly the thing that I want to do because we all have so many interests and um, a whole range of things. But if you can be passionate, you enjoy the people that you work with, to your point, I think that really translates. Exactly. So mindset programs have historically been like oriented towards just a positivity focus. Believe in yourself. Let's get this bread. 
there's a little bit of a side hustle, get on a good reading program, blog updates for mm-hmm. like self-improvement. But in 2022, right, mental health has gone to the next level. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's more than just the right mindset. It's the foundation to sales success. And you and I have both agreed it's 10 times harder. Uh, number one, we're hybrid. Right. So mm-hmm. have you seen another human being so far today? Uh, I haven't seen another human being. That's a great call out. <laughs> I know. It's like you're like 99% of our listeners. So hybrid is less human connection. And uh, like, you look like a pretty good guy on Zoom, but I don't know if you're six feet tall. I don't know if you're 4'11". I don't know (laughs) if you're wearing pants. I don't know any of this stuff. And uh, Zoom is great for the hybrid environment, but that's only 10% of really connecting like a human being. And I'm interested in you as a human being, right? And as social animals, we crave that kind of stuff. So uh, number two, in 2022, it's, it's all work, more work and less fun. So it used to be the sales pit was like awesome. You could joke around, you could learn, you could engage, you could be there early, you could be part of a team, you mm-hmm. could, uh, and now it's up to you and your dog, or if you're a cat person. I don't know, are you a dog or cat person there, James? I'm a dog person, but I wouldn't want to offend any cat listeners. So I'll, I'll say okay. Switzerland on that one. <laughs> Ooh, it's you and your Spotify playlist. How about that? It also, it moves quick. Right. Uh, so do you have a good analogy for moving quick? Um, I guess just technology is the best analogy. Okay. Like how quickly in, in, in my lifetime it went from I went through dial up and Nokia 3310s to now like I have as much computing power on my phone as most people had, you know, in huge labs probably years ago. So, OK, number one, that was just an average analogy. When I ask for an analogy, I want something that's funny. Like a hungry man moving to a free buffet, something like that. <laughs> okay, got you, got you. Plus, what do you like? Note 80? to self, improve. Dial up? Do you remember dial up? Amazing. That is kind of, a, that's a throwback reference, like yeah, incredible. All right, but it moves quick. And so that quickness, right, uh, requires you to stay up. And so that it, it, it places like a, a, a barrier on your brain where you can't let down for a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Lots of people um, at HubSpot, the company I work for, we have unlimited vacation, but it's a cutting edge short. You go off for a week, you come back to 1500 emails, right? Mm-hmm. Even with a respect and understanding. And then, of course, expectations are higher. Your own expectations, your manager's expectations and your customer's expectations. So you've got to make sure you're prepared for this environment. And you've got to prioritize that level of mental health. You've got mm-hmm. to understand that uh, where this was a throw in just in uh, 2017, you read a couple of books, you exercise, you're ready to go. Right. In 2022, you have to make sure you're prepared with the right mental health approach for uh, the way we sell today. Absolutely. That's a great call out, Dan. And I'm curious from your point of view, as someone who's obviously been in the sales world, as you mentioned, for sort of 15 plus years at this point, especially with the kind of inbound revolution, how do you prepare, Dan, on a a day-to-day basis? And what are the things maybe that you can kind of speak to in terms of your own process and making sure like, yeah, I'm ready to to kind of face the day and, and get after it? Ooh, that's not on the briefing sheet. That is a good question, though. Oh, my goodness, James. Okay, you're getting me back for not calling you out for your bad analogy. But <laughs> there we go. I have a famous blog article on the HubSpot sales blog about how all-star salespeople prepare for the coming up week. And uh, I'm mm-hmm. famous in my family because I don't go out on Sunday nights, right? Mm-hmm. I will not go out. Starting at 4 o'clock on Sunday nights, I cook two chickens for my family. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we eat during the week. And uh, following that, I go into my office and I close my door. And I look at all of the things that I need to do for the week. I look mm-hmm. at all of the appointments that I have, make sure there's Zoom meetings set in each one. I see what type of preparation that I uh, need to accomplish. I go into my Evernote and I post, these are the three most important things that I have to accomplish this week. And then I mm-hmm. prioritize the things that are most important early in the morning. Uh, with global responsibility, I have to get up early. And being an old guy, I, I, I can't sleep. So it's either playing video poker on my phone or like working on the priority. So at 5.30 in the morning, there's no one to slap with. Uh, uh, looking at those like goals and understanding what I need to do, then working through. And I try to stay about 24 hours ahead. For this mm-hmm. podcast, you were nice enough to send me the information in advance. I put it in Evernote. I looked at it. I, mm-hmm. I noodled on it a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, the reason why uh, I've got some intelligent answers is because I was prepared in advance, which in my experience is a great way to overachieve is to make sure that you have that preparation. We call them prep monsters. Right. Mm-hmm. And the people who spend a little bit more time in advance, understanding what they're going to do for the day or for the week, uh, typically perform at a higher level because there's uh, less disruptions. They're uh, prioritizing the things that they really need to work on earlier in the day. And um, they're better able to deal with the twists and turns of selling in 2022. Definitely. I think that's a great call out, kind of a plan your attack and then attack your plan, so to speak. Uh, never more important than 2022, because now it's you and you alone, right? It used to be your manager will walk over and say, all right, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Because they were in the same room. Now that's not going to happen. I don't know if your dog or your cat is going to talk to you. If you do, you can make a lot more money by featuring them on this podcast. <laughs> it's more of a, okay, now I've got to be like an individual contributor and I've got to spend a little bit of time managing right? Uh, my uh, expectations, my performance, and um, focusing on the things that are more important. And it's impossible to do that if you don't have um, a strong mental approach, right? So that's why the, the whole concept of this, so I jumped at the opportunity to talk about it, is mm-hmm. that uh, salespeople need skills so that they know how to manage the pressure that comes with the sales role. And uh, if you don't mind, I got a couple of um, ways that people can do it. Yeah, absolutely. That was going to be my next question. What kind of advice would you have for salespeople on managing the pressure that comes with the sales role? Ooh, sounds like we practice this, James. I know. (laughs) So the first is finding your why. And why did you go into sales, James? That's a great question. I used to be a teacher. I transitioned into sales because my friend said that the soft skills that I would have learned through teaching would translate that a lot of sales is teaching. To your point, it's helping. It's trying to get people to think a little bit differently about a problem that they've looked at one way and maybe they can see it another. So yeah, it was a combination of kind of those soft skills and then translating things that I felt would be relevant from one career into a new one. Okay, and that's uh, a great reason. That's a strong why, right? You're trying to help people. For me, when I started my sales career, by the way, it was 42 years ago. I think Mm -hmm. it's actually even a little bit more. I wanted to do three things. Number one, I wanted to have a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. it used to be that sales was the land of misfit toys, right? If you couldn't code or you couldn't like write, they're like, ah, put them in sales. Maybe you can sell something, right? Now yeah. you have to be an instructor. You have to be smart. You have to be a technologist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a million or so sales jobs will disappear over the next 24 months. And that's good for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of the old relationship sell, the old, let me take you to lunch or play around a round of golf. 
right? There still exists in some few industries, but less and less and less, and it'll be totally annihilated in the next 20 years, right? Mm. When I started my sales career, though, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to learn things and I wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. Now, like uh, several decades in, my why is I want to do the most good for the universe, right? Mm-hmm. I want to help people, right? I like to teach people. I like to give people the benefit of my experience and um, background and mm-hmm. uh, nothing more important than uh, mental health. Here. So the first thing that uh, I always remind people to manage the pressure is don't forget the basics. Right. And uh, I was working with an entrepreneur in um, Scottsdale, Arizona, and he had a chart and the chart was his um, like the, the basics that he would remind uh, um, his employees of what mm-hmm. to do. And it was pretty interesting. Everybody in the company was um, below 25. And uh, the, the chart said, remember to sleep. Remember to eat, remember to exercise. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a little asterisk on the side, limit your alcohol, which I don't know if you can tell people not to drink beer, but like it's, I guess, mm-hmm. worth the effort. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking and uh, talking uh, to him and I'm like, do you really have to remind 22 year olds to sleep and eat? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, are you kidding me? And uh, uh, thinking about it for a week, uh, lots of uh, time in my personal um like experience, right? I forget to do lunch. And then all of a sudden, I'm not an engaging podcast uh, guest anymore. I'm a hangry guy, mm-hmm. right? And so it's a great reminder, right? If um, uh, I'm listening to the uh, book on tape called Will, Will uh, Smith, number one box office uh, draw. And mm-hmm. uh, he's um, talking about uh, the basics. And he says, um, you can beat the universe. You can beat the universe if you have a strong mental attitude, but you can't beat the universe if uh, you're working against it, right? And people who don't get the right sleep, eat, exercise, right? You're putting yourself at a disadvantage, right? And Mm -hmm. it has to be said, we have to explain that the basics are pretty important. Uh, Number two, get a good playlist on your Spotify or your Pandora or whatever, so that if Mm -hmm. you're feeling down and anticipate, there are going to be peaks and valleys, right? We know in the sales realm, right? Sometimes like you're the master of the universe and sometimes you're the biggest slug on the block. Sometimes it's within your control. Sometimes it isn't. So Mm -hmm. when I have a tough day, right? When I have a tough call, when I make a huge pothole, right? I shake it off, right? Oh, that's a good uh, tune to put on your playlist. A little Taylor Swift, a little T-Swizzle, baby. Oh yeah. (laughs) So have a good playlist. Number two, get a good reading program, a blog Mm -hmm. or a book, right? Uh, And try to read or apply that for at least 30 minutes a day. Uh, number three, this is a pretty good one. Do you have a shameless self-promotion folder in your uh, email? Uh, I don't, but I feel like I probably need one now with what you're about you to tell me. Right. I'm going to send you an email that says, oh, James, starting this podcast was brilliant. Good idea. You're <laughs> doing so much work with the universe. And then I want you to say it. And when you're feeling like a slug, I want you to cycle in. And all of these great emails, when people send you um, uh, acknowledgments of mm-hmm. the hard work and innovation and effort that you've done, I want you to say them. Right. And I've got a SSP. That's what I call it. Shameless Uh, Mm self-promotion. It was named by a woman by the name of Catherine Acton. Uh, She was the 11th HubSpot employee. And uh, she's like, you just need an SSP. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And she explained it to me. I'm like, yes, I do. Now I've got like 6,000 emails in there. And it's so much fun. It's a trip down memory lane. 
It yeah. helps spur uh, and in everybody's life, there's always going to be uh, certain days that no matter what you do, you're going to come out smelling like a rose. There's always going to be days where there's a little black cloud hanging over your head. And an SSP helps you to maintain that mental awareness and health so that it's easier. Mm -hmm. uh, then this is a hard one for salespeople. Make sure you take at least two weeks off a year. Mm -hmm. right? Not necessarily in the first nine months. If you're starting a, for a, a, a new job, right? You want to be all in. I've always been a big believer of trying to squeeze 24 months of selling into the first nine months. It just, mm -hmm. it, you feel better, right? Uh, the great thing about sales is you can make up for a uh, lack of skill with just get a few more at bats. Mm -hmm. And after you've been someplace for um, at least nine months to a year, then uh, put it in your calendar at the beginning of the year. I'm going to take this year uh, week off. I'm going to take this year, week off. Uh, mm -hmm. HubSpot instituted last year a, a week of rest along the United States July 4th weekend where everybody, the entire company shuts down in an mm -hmm. effort to ensure that people take that break from the email that we were talking about, from the pace that we were talking about, from all of those kind of stuff. And it's up to the salesperson right? To uh, put it in their uh, calendar, to plan it out, right? Because to manage around a week of vacation requires a little bit of, uh, of help, right? Mm -hmm. But um, that's, uh, it, that's important. Then uh, number five, prioritize early morning for thought work, right? It doesn't matter when you um, get up. You can find your groove. And some people think a little bit more um, openly later at night, but for most people, it's earlier in the morning when you're fresh. Grab two cups of Guatemalan coffee and boom, you're mm -hmm. uh, ready to go. And then my last tip, which is one that I didn't follow until two years ago, is take weekends off. Mm -hmm. James, do you take weekends off? Yeah, I've tried to be much more deliberate about it now. I think I've definitely, you just kind of learn through doing, right? So where I was working previously, sometimes I'd work on the weekends, but now I try and be pretty deliberate because otherwise I think to your point, you get to that point where you're not taking care of yourself. And so that then has a knock-on effect day-to-day uh, -day at work. So. I think that's 100% right. Uh, I, for the first 40 years of my 42-year sales career, uh, I didn't abide by that rule. And mm. uh, it's a drag, right? Um, and it's different, right? Based on the changes that we've seen over the last three years, right? Uh, uh, you're a better person if you can... Um, spend a little bit more time in self-fulfilling kind of approach and uh, you'll be a better salesperson. You'll perform better. It'll be better for you, be better for your team. It'll be better for your company. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's such a great call out. And I think it's an often overlooked thing, especially at the moment to your point, like sales is full of people who are driven and hungry. And I think sometimes hustle culture can be incredibly dangerous. Don't get me wrong. I think like if your goals like you were saying, your whys have changed. And initially one of them was making money and that's great. But I think you have to be mindful of like, at what expense is that coming? And are you striking that balance of great? Like if you have a side hustle and you enjoy it, that's awesome. But are you making sure that you're also giving yourself time to not think about balance sheets or revenue? Or are you selling your inventory of uh, whatever that side hustle might be? So all really helpful things there. I think uh, the final question that I've got for you, Dan, I know we're, we're up against the clock. We've got about 10 minutes here, so we're doing pretty well. I feel good about it. Um, but yeah, the, the final question that I, that I sent across to you was how can leaders foster meaningful conversations around mental health 
with their direct reports. Now, you've been a leader in this space, so I'm sure you've had some of those conversations, but how do you, how do you approach them and maybe any advice you'd have uh, for other sales leaders who, who want to be mindful of how their, their people are doing, especially at the moment with all of the things going on in the world, the market where it is, layoffs, et cetera? Awesome. So uh, every interaction, every single one starts off with, how are you doing? Right. I like to do the scale of one to 10 because I'm a numbers guy. I want the quantitative. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I don't really listen to the answer. If it's nine or a 10, that's good. But if it's anything less than a nine or 10, what I really do is I look, look at your shoulders. Right. Because your shoulders or your eyebrows don't lie. And it's really difficult when you're a remote to make sure that somebody is um, coming across in a trustworthy fashion. Right. In any relationship, you don't have trust. You don't have a relationship. Right. And I want uh, managers to really lean in to make sure that they're assessing exactly where employees are. And um, if your shoulders are down or you're not looking directly at me or something like that, I'm like, James, is there something we need to talk about? James, is this a good time for us to like uh, have this conversation? James, you look Mm -hmm. preoccupied with something that's going on in your life. And that's perfectly okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You may say, no, my um, dog is running around or I've got fumigating my house for bugs or, you know, I just had a bad. And all of that uh, lends itself to being a little bit more uh, human mm-hmm. for uh, remote sales managers. Right. Um, before we had Zoom and Slack, it was all about understanding the emotional like uh, approach that your team had. Right. And uh, now I can see you so I can see if you're having a tough day. It's. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a reserve personality, like uh, starting every conversation with um, how are you doing um, and um, then listening to the response and uh, adjusting the agenda appropriately. The people who use it as a throwaway and then just go to a pipeline review aren't really leaning mm. into the modern uh, uh, methods. And in uh, 2022, it's all about people before money, right? It's about mm-hmm. humans before your pipeline. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, it used to be that um, like mental health and uh, sales culture was on your uh, 10th slide of your uh, quarterly review. And you did a few team outings and that was it. Today, it's number one. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the companies that are going to be able to uh, lean into the best sales team are the companies that are going to win. Right. Um, Culture and mental health was uh, team building and work harder. And that's not what it's about today, right? So uh, a couple of the techniques that we suggest is um, number one, uh, get an inbound buddy to observe what you're doing, right? You can call them anything, uh, but it's somebody else uh, that is either a little senior to you or in your same class that's gonna connect with you on a regular basis, right? You want somebody who will know your um, ebbs and flows, somebody who will know your patterns. Right. And somebody who will call you out if you're burned out. Right. Uh, You're not a good arbitrator of whether you're burned out or not. I can't tell you the Oh, Katie Burke, who is a chief people officer at HubSpot, an amazing uh, individual. She's Mm -hmm. like tired. You're burned out. And I'm like, uh, I talked to my beautiful wife, Amy. I'm like, Amy, Katie says I'm burned out. And uh, Amy's like, yeah, listen to Katie Burke. I'm like, what? Oh, my Mm. goodness. My chief people officer knows me better than I do because Mm -hmm. she can tell she sees all of the information. Sometimes that outside view of an inbound buddy to observe Mm -hmm. and to uh, help is uh, super important. Uh, Number two, get an app for easy access 
for mental health. I'm on the board of directors of a company called Navati, and they have a mm-hmm. great one. It's it's an app for mental health. And uh, there's a handful of them out there. Navati just happens to uh, handle companies in the U.S. And you can go in and you can get uh, counseling. You can mm-hmm. get um, yoga you can get uh, a variety of different mental health uh, uh, approaches that mm-hmm. uh, gives you a timeout, gives you ability to uh, take a breath, gives mm-hmm. you ability to uh, refocus and recenter. They have uh, financial awareness, all kinds of great stuff so that um, it just makes help, uh, it makes it easy. And then uh, we talked a little bit about scheduled time off, right? Either over the weekend, uh, there was once a situation where we had a uh, an analyst who was working 90 hours a week on mm. and on and on. And then he just had a baby and you could tell that it was starting to wear on. We would have lost the employee. Uh, we made them leave, right? Uh, a Thursday at 12 noon, when he finished lunch, came back to his desk. There was a handful of us uh, staying there. We're like, you're going home. And he's like, no, no, no. I got all this work to do. I go, yeah, your wife is at home with a baby, right? Yeah. You go home, you say, I took the afternoon off you take the baby, you tell your wife that she can go someplace on her own. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he did it. And uh, he's still at spot 10 years later, amazing impact. And yeah. it was just one of those things where we cared about the individual more than we cared about uh, his um, getting like whether he was able to do the analyst work uh, on time or it took an extra uh, 25 minutes or uh, extra 24 hours didn't really matter what it really Mm -hmm. showed is that we were paying attention that we cared about him as a human being and uh, that well he was allowed to uh, live his personal life with uh, the right uh, balance and uh, mental health awareness Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i think that's all great call outs dan and i think to your point of especially in the world that we exist in now, so much of it, I describe it as like a culture of now, like everyone wants everything now. Like, can you do this now? Can you solve my problems right now? I want to be able to watch all of my favorite shows on Netflix right now. Um, And I think to your point, it's also recognizing like what's important when, right? So in the case of that story that you were telling about a colleague who has got a new baby, it's far more important that you're developing that bond and supporting that kind of familial unit at home. Because again, to your point in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, data is important, but it can probably wait. Like how often is there a burning fire that you desperately, desperately need to put out? So yeah, I think those are all really helpful pieces of advice. Nice. So we have three. Number one, focus is important, but it starts with a focus on you, right? That used to be viewed as selfish, but it's not, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, you're not your number, right? You're your effort. And the best effort that you can give is when you're well-rested, when you have a good mental attitude, when you are focused on helping, not selling, mm-hmm. right? And um, there's lots of applications of best practices that uh, allow you to go out and have the best year ever uh, mm-hmm. in trying times, but um, we have to adapt. And the great news is that um, the best salespeople are very well at adapting to their uh, circumstances so that they can um, position themselves so that they can help more folks, so that they can generate more business, so that they can be successful. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's a, that's great summary. And, and I definitely believe that T like sales is a a team sport that it's obviously it can be intensely individual and the individual can be celebrated, but actually the most high functioning and high performing teams are those that are taking care of themselves mentally first and then showing up to work and recognizing that, Hey, 
Like I might not have a day where I can pull as much weight as you can, Dan, um, but then you can pick it up and you can kind of level each other out. So I so appreciate this conversation and you taking the time. I know we're butting up right against time here, but we made it happen. So yeah, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for all of the insight and uh, yeah, appreciate you, you coming on. Thank you very much, James. So there we have it, folks. Episode one of Sales as Mental is in the books. I'd like to thank Dan for coming on the podcast and sharing so many valuable insights from a 40 plus year sales career. If you enjoyed this conversation and feel like it might help one of your colleagues, friends or family out, please do go ahead and share it with them. And I look forward to welcoming you and another guest to Sales as Mental very soon. Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it.